السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والعقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له إله الأولين والآخرين وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله المصطفى الأمين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على عبدك ورسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد Welcome to another episode of our tafsir page by page and inshallah ta'ala today we are on page 55 of the Quran which is in Surah Al-Imran, the third juz. In the last episode we began the story of the family of Imran and we mentioned in the story that Allah Azza wa Jal honored Imran and his wife and Allah Azza wa Jal chose them and selected them for their piety and for their virtue and their righteousness. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the dua that the wife of Imran made as she became pregnant with her child thinking that he would be a son and that she would dedicate him in the service of Allah Azza wa Jal, and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed that the child would not be a male, a boy, but rather it would be a girl, and that girl would be none other than Maryam alayhi salatu was salam. Maryam alayhi salam would grow up as being a righteous woman, a woman of ibadah, of worship, of devotion to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a woman of piety. But her parents died while she was relatively young, and so she came under the guardianship of her uncle, through marriage, Zakariya the Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Zakariya noticed that Allah honored Maryam. And one of the ways that he honored her, and this is where we ended last week's lesson, or last episode's lesson, one of the ways that he would honor her is that she would have provision that was out of the ordinary for that period of time. And so he would see her with this provision. And when he saw this, as she was worshipping Allah he asked her, where did this come from? And she replied that it is from Allah. Indeed, Allah provides for whomsoever He wills without any account. Allah can give to whomsoever He wills, whatever He wills, whenever He wills. And that is the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why the believer is told that when it comes to this issue of dua, never despair. Never despair from the, from the response of Allah azza wa jal and His answer. Just because Allah didn't answer you today or tomorrow or this week or this month or this year doesn't mean that Allah Azza wa will answer your dua. Allah in His ultimate wisdom, in His ultimate knowledge, Allah Azza wa has decreed for you something. Whether that be an answer to the dua that you want or to answer that dua in a way that you can't expect. And so Allah Azza wa has everything planned out for us and the believers trust in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Zakaria alayhi saw this, and he was old in age, his wife's old in age, their whole life they wanted and wished and made dua for a child, but that child was yet to come. And usually once you've had a certain age, once you've reached a certain level of, of, of weakness in your body and you've become infirm due to old age and so on, you lose any hope for having a child, especially a woman who goes past the age of being able to bear a child. But when, when Zakaria saw the sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he turned to Allah Azza wa Jal. And Allah Azza wa Jal tells us the dua that he made in verse 38. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytanir rajim. Hunanika da'a Zakariya rabbah. Qala rabbi habli min ladun kadurriyatan tayyibah. Innaka sami'ud dua. There and then Zakariya prayed to his Lord saying, Oh Allah, from your grace grant me virtuous offspring. Indeed, you hear every prayer. 
So Allah Azza wa Jal says that Zakariya Islam turned immediately to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said that, oh Allah, just as you have provided Maryam in this way with something out of the ordinary, as some of the scholars of Tafsir said that he has, she had the fruit, the provisions of the winter at summertime and the provisions of summer at winter time. Just as you gave us something that is out of season, give to me a child that's also out of season for us, meaning me and my wife, because of our age and our condition. إِنَّكَ سَمِيعُ الدُّعَاءِ You are the one who answers and hears all du'as. Allah Azza wa Jalla in verse 39, he says, فَنَادَتْهُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَهُوَ قَائِمٌ يُصَلِّي فِي الْمِحْرَابِ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يُبَشِّرُكَ أَنَّ اللَّهَ يُبَشِّرُكَ بِيَحْيَى مُصَدِّقًا بِكَلِمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَسَيِّدًا وَسَيِّدًا وَحَصُورًا وَنَبِيًّا مِّنَ الصَّالِحِينَ The angels call out to him whilst he was standing praying in his mihrab, in his area of prayer sanctuary. And they said, oh well, indeed Allah gives to you the glad tidings of a child by the name of Yahya or John in biblical terms. Confirming a word from Allah, he will be a noble and chaste, a prophet and one of the righteous. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore says to us that Allah Azza wa responded to the dua of Zakaria. Despite his old age and his wife's old age, despite their physical condition, despite his wife having passed the age of being able to bear children, Allah Azza wa by miracle of him subhanahu wa ta'ala, he gave to them this child. And he gave to them a child with a unique name that no one had had before, as Allah Azza wa will mention in another verse when we come to it, inshaAllah, in Surah Maryam. And that is this child was the name by name by the name of Yahya. And Allah Azza wa is the one who named him. Allah says, by the angels say that indeed Allah gives you the glad tidings of a child, Yahya. Musaddiqan bi kalimatin min Allah. He is someone, it is a confirmation of the word of Allah. He will be noble and chaste, a prophet and from the righteous. So therefore Allah Azza wa not only gave to Zakariya a child, but the child that would grow up to become a prophet from the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is also, as some of the scholars of Tafsir mentioned, one of the virtues of Maryam alayhi salam. Because what inspires Zakaria alayhi salam to make this dua, to turn to Allah again, to continue to hope in Allah azza wa jal's mercy, is what he sees and the lesson that he benefits from Maryam alayhi salam. And so the people of righteousness, the people of piety, are not those who only keep that righteousness to themselves and limit it to themselves, but they're the ones who benefit others with it as well. They are the ones who help and benefit others. As the Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that the best of you are those who are most beneficial towards others. And so righteousness is not just about me and myself, and my family or limited to my circle. It is about spreading it and helping others and spreading it as best as you can towards others to the best of your ability in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is what Maryam alayhi salam does. Zakaria alayhi salam is inspired by her. He turns to Allah azza wa jal, knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power and his bounty. And Allah azza wa jal gives to him a prophet from the prophets of Allah, Yahya alayhi salatu wassalam. Allah Azza wa Jalla in verse number 40, he tells us that Zakariya was amazed by this. Amazed that he would have a child in such old age. قَالَ رَبِّ أَنَّا يَكُونُ لِي غُلَامٌ وَقَدْ بَلَغَنِيَ الْكِبَرُ وَامْرَأَتِي عَاقِرٌ قَالَ كَذَلِكَ اللَّهُ يَفْعَلُ مَا يَشَاءُ In verse number 40, Allah Azza wa Jalla says, So then Zakariya he says, Oh Allah, how can I have a son when I am so old and my wife is barren? The angel replied, it will be so, for indeed Allah does whatever he wills. Zakaria is not uh, rejecting Allah's blessing. He is not discounting Allah's favor upon him. 
but rather he is amazed because this is something out of the ordinary. Similar to, as we mentioned in the story of Ibrahim والسلام, that when Ibrahim السلام, is given a son in old age, he also is surprised. The wife of, or the wife of Ibrahim السلام, in the story of the mother of Ishaq والسلام, is surprised that she would have a child and old age. Allah says that she says when she's given the glad tidings by the angels, Shall I have a child that now that I'm an old woman, barren, infertile, and my husband is also an old man? So they're amazed by this ability or this, this, this uh, instance or this incident that's taking place. They are not rejecting Allah's power and his ability. So likewise, Zakariya, he made the dua, he longed for a child, he wanted a child. And so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with that child, he was amazed, amazed that he would be given this blessing. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can grant your favors or your du'as whenever He wills. Never despair from Allah's mercy. And don't be from amongst those people who, despite what everything else in society may say or how everything seems to be in society, you think that Allah will respond to you. Allah can defy the laws of nature or the laws of the universe because Allah controls them. Allah can defy the norms of what people may expect and the expectations because Allah transcends them. Allah is above them and He controls them and has power over everything subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says, Oh Allah, will I have a child now that I am old, my wife is barren? Allah responds through the angels, Allah does as he pleases. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala simply has to say, Kun fayakun, be and it is. So there is nothing beyond Allah's power. There is nothing beyond Allah's ability subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is nothing that Allah cannot achieve. And that is why whether it is a child that a person wants or wealth that they need or a sickness that they need to be cured from or it may be for example as in the time of the Prophet ﷺ that the Muslims are weak and few in number and they are facing a formidable, greater, stronger army Allah has the ability to do as He pleases subhanahu wa ta'ala. But to have that level of conviction and iman and trust in Allah is something which is extremely rare and precious. The difference between me and you and the likes of Zakaria and Maryam السلام, is that our iman is weak. Our trust in Allah is not full and complete. Our certainty in Allah's abilities and His promises is not as strong as it should be. So we make dua and yes, we kind of know like Allah can do what He wants and yet the theory is there, but we don't really feel it and believe it. We don't behave with that same conviction. And because we don't, our dua is weakened. And because the dua is weakened, it's not necessarily responded to in the same way or with the same manner in, in the way that Allah is mentioning here in the story of Zakaria. And so that shows that dua is not just lip service, it's not just about you holding up your hands and making dua or saying the words. It is about that iman in the heart, that feeling, that uh, the trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the love of Allah azza wa jal and the true need and poverty that you show before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah azza wa jal will mention elsewhere in the Quran, the story in, in slightly more detail. For example, at the beginning of Surah Maryam, Allah again touches upon this story of Zakariya and the birth of his son Yahya. And one of the things that we know from that portion or that, that telling of the story is that Allah tells us Zakariya feared for his people. He feared for Bani Israel that there would be no one to continue his role, his job, his mission after his passing away. 
And that was one of the reasons why he wanted Yahya salam. And so Allah Azzawajal looks at the need and the poverty of a person, their iman and their sincerity. And then Allah Azzawajal is the one who grants all things subhanahu wa ta'ala, for he is Sami'u dua the one who hears and responds to all invocations and supplications. In verse 41, Allah Azzawajal then tells us that Zakariya salam said to Allah, قَالَ رَبِّ جَعَلْ قَالَ آيَتُكَ أَلَّا تُكَلِّمَ النَّاسَ ثَلَاثَةَ أَيَّامٍ إِلَّا رَمْزًا وَاذْكُرْ رَبَّكَ كَثِيرًا وَسَبِّحْ بِالْعَشِيِّ وَالْإِبَكَارِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Zakariya alayhi salam then said, Oh Allah, give to me a sign. You've promised me this child. This child will be a prophet of Allah azza wa jal. It is out of the ordinary. I am old. My wife is old. Oh Allah, give to me a sign. Give to me a sign of that which you are promising and this is a sign that would allow him to increase in his in his contentment, in his iman, in his blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The difference between the signs of the prophets that they ask from Allah azza wa and the signs that are asked by the disbelievers is that the disbelievers are looking for an excuse to reject, an excuse to disbelieve, an excuse to ridicule the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whereas the believers when they ask for a sign is because they're already strong in iman, but they want to increase in contentment. They want to have even more reason to be happy and joyous at the signs of Allah Azza wa Jal. So the example that we mentioned, for example, in Surah Al-Baqarah, when Ibrahim salam asks for Allah's sign of how he brings the dead back to life, the story of the birds and the mountains and so on. Those are signs that are asked by the prophets of Allah. And you will see a number of examples of this throughout the Quran. Not because they want to reject or they have doubt or they don't really believe. They already accept and believe and they're strong in Iman. But they want to increase in a level of certainty and contentment of the heart. And that is exactly what Zakaria is doing here as well. He's not rejecting Allah's signs. He's not saying that he doesn't want the child. He's not disbelieving. He's not doubtful of Allah's power and ability. But he wants to be rejoice in this amazing blessing from Allah Azza wa So Allah sent for me a sign. Allah Azza responded and he said, Your sign is that you will not communicate with anyone for three days except by gestures. You will not be able to speak for three days. Allah You will not be able to speak for three days. That is your sign. So the tongue is there, the mouth is there, the lips are there, everything's there. The difference is that Allah Azza withhold will withhold speech from you. How is this a sign? Just as Allah can grant you a child in old age, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can take away speech from someone who has all of the physical abilities to speak. Everything that's there in terms of the organs, the limbs, all of the things that are needed. And this person speaks every single day, all day. They have no problem speaking all of a sudden, it's taken away from them. Allah can take what He pleases, Allah can give what He pleases, subhanahu wa ta'ala. For three days, this will be your sign. But at the same time, وَذْكُرْ رَبَّكَ كَثِيرًا وَسَبِّحْ بِالْعَشِيِّ وَالْإِبْكَارِ At the same time, remember your Lord often, celebrate His glory in the evening and in the night. So be a person of dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal. Make dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make tasbih, say alhamdulillah, say subhanallah. So Zakariya sign was that he wouldn't be able to talk but at the same time, he can still make dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal. And that is from the completeness of the sign to show those people, because sometimes it can happen that someone's seen today and they become blind tomorrow. Some affliction uh, affects them and some ailment comes to them, and that's it, sight is taken away from them. 
or someone speaking today, but tomorrow they lose the ability to speak and that then just becomes their normal life or part of their life for the rest of their existence. Allah Azza wa is showing here the way that this is a sign is that Zakariya has the ability to speak and he can still speak because he's making dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's glorifying Allah Azza wa He's remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when it comes to every other type of conversation, conversing with others, speaking to them, asking about every other thing, he can't speak anymore. So therefore the sign is seen. It's very apparent and clear to everyone. He has the ability, he can say certain things, but he can't communicate except by gestures for those three days as a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah in the story of the family of Imran, as you can see, we have the family of Imran and their daughter Maryam salam, but that is also linked closely to the story of these two other prophets of Allah والسلام, and that is Zakariya and Yahya, Zakariya and Yahya. And that essentially makes now because Allah will now speak to us and we continue, we will go back and continue with the story of Maryam, but he essentially makes Zakariya a cousin, sorry, Yahya, a cousin to Isa alayhi salatu wassalam. Yahya and Isa are cousins to one another for that reason. And so Yahya and Isa are prophets of Allah Both of them lived during the same time period and they were related to one another. They were cousins to one another. And that is why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said that when he went on the night journey, uh, and he came to the heavens where he met various prophets and one of them in one narration and he said that he met the two of them together Yahya and Isa and he said that I met the two cousins amongst the prophets Yahya and Isa alayhim salatu wassalam Allah Azza wa Jalla in verse number 42 he says subhanahu wa ta'ala going back now to the story of Maryam وَإِذْ قَالَتِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ يَا مَرْيَمُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ اصْطَفَاكِ وَطَهَّرَكِ وَاصْطَفَاكِ عَلَى نِسَاءِ الْعَالَمِينَ The angel said to Maryam عليه السلام, O Maryam, indeed Allah has chosen you and made you pure and he has truly chosen you above all women. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes back to the story of Maryam السلام, and Allah will mention to us also a part of this story, the virgin birth that she gives to Isa والسلام, and Allah mentions here in verse number 42 that the angels when they came to Zakaria, when they came to Maryam السلام, because later on now as Maryam grows up we know that the angels will come and they will give her the glad tidings of a child that she will have but she's never been married, never been touched by a man and so it is a virgin birth from the signs and miracles of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Surah Maryam, Allah Azza wa goes into more detail concerning the story. But here, Allah Azza wa will give to us an indication of what took place. And that is that the angels, when they came to Allah Azza wa one of the things that they said to us, Allah mentions here subhanahu wa ta'ala in verse number 42, is that Allah Azza wa told her that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had chosen her. Chosen her and honored her. Just as her mother had made dua that Allah accept her, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow her to dedicate her life in his service, in his worship, in his in submission to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah says, فَتَقَبَّلَهَا Allah accepted that uh, Maryam السلام, into his service. This is the way that she will serve him. Allah selected her. And he purified you. Meaning she's pure from the sins of zina and from the sins of those things that are lewd and those things that are unbefitting for a woman of modesty and chastity and nobility. 
Allah Azza wa Jal has purified her because as Allah Azza wa Jal will mention in the passage we will come to in Surah Maryam, one of the things that people will have is start to cast aspersions concerning her honor. They will start to have doubts concerning her honor because now she has a child where the child come from. She's no husband. She has no man that's known to be with her. And so therefore, where does the child come from? And so Allah Azza wa Jal frees her from those those assertions frees her from those insinuations, from those claims. Allah says that she is a woman of purity, pure in her spirit, in her soul, in her ibadah, in her belief, pure in terms of her deeds and her actions. From amongst the women of the world, Allah has given you a great honor. And that is why the Prophet told us in the famous hadith that from the women, or the greatest of women that Allah Azza wa Jal allowed for them to reach a level of completeness was Maryam, the, mother, the, the, the daughter of Imran. Her name is Maryam bint Imran, the daughter of Imran. And Asiya, the wife of Pharaoh, and Khadija radiallahu anha, the first wife of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So Allah Azza wa Jal honored her, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favored her. Allah Azza wa Jalla in verse 43 he says ya maryam qunuti li rabbiki wasjudi warka'i ma'ar raki'in so therefore o maryam be devout to your lord prostrate yourself in worship and bow down with those who bow down and pray to their lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah Azza wa Jalla honored her this honor doesn't mean that when Allah honors one of his slaves and his servants that they don't have to worship Allah that they turn away from Allah. If you look at the example of the Prophet ﷺ, the example of the companions that Allah honored and favored with knowledge and with being able to be companions or companionship of the Prophet ﷺ, it doesn't mean that they did less, rather they did more. They didn't turn away, but rather they turned towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah Azza wa Jal honors Isa Alayhi mother Maryam and that increases her in worship. She spends a life of even more devotion, even more sajda, even more rukur, worshipping Allah Azza wa turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the final verse that we will take today, because the final verse on the page, we will leave for the next lesson to connect it, inshallah ta'ala, in terms of the story. But Allah Azza wa says in verse 44, ذَلِكَ مِنْ أَنْبَاءِ الْغَيْبِ نُوحِيهِ إِلَيْكِ وَمَا كُنْتَ لَدَيْهِمْ إِذْ يُلْقُونَ قَلَامَهُمْ أَيُّهُمْ يَكْفُنُ مَرْيَمَ وَمَا كُنْتَ لَدَيْهِمْ إِذْ يَخْتَصِيمُونَ This is an account of things beyond your knowledge that we reveal to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Azza wa Jal says that these stories of Zakaria, Yahya, Maryam, Imran, his family, you would never have known, O Messenger of Allah. You're not from Bani Israel, you're not from that place, you're not from, you don't know these stories, these aren't things that you're familiar with, and even if some people are familiar with the general story, these details, you would never have known. They are from the signs or from the knowledge of the unseen that Allah Azza wa Jal has given to you as a way of showing the truthfulness of the message that you have brought. You were not present, he says subhanahu wa ta'ala. You were not present, meaning, O Messenger of Allah, you went there when they cast lots to see which one of them would take charge of Maryam. So when her parents died, the community came together and they said, who's going to look after this girl now? She's an orphan girl. And different people came with different claims. Someone's a family member, someone's a friend, someone's from the community. All of them want to take care of the girl as service to an orphan. And from those people is Zakaria They agreed that the fairest way would to draw lots. You cast lots and you draw them and the one whose lot is drawn will take custodianship of her. So that is what they did and it was Zakaria alayhi salam. Allah is saying, you, how did you know that that's what they did? You went there, we're telling you this is what they did. And you were not there when they argued, meaning as to who would take custodianship and guardianship of her. 
And so these are stories that Allah gives us from the Quran. They are a sign of the truthfulness of the of the Messenger of Allah and the revelation of the Quran. But they are also stories that contain so many amazing lessons and benefits to see and to show to us the power of Allah and the lessons that we can benefit in terms of our Iman. And as I said, inshallah ta'ala, in the next episode, we will continue with these verses and the story of Maryam, alayhi salatu wassalam. So with that, inshallah ta'ala, we conclude today's lesson. Barakallahu feekum. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim.